this is Leah, and welcome to this week's Hashtag for Paris podcast. It's wonderful that you could join us for this week's teaching. I'll explain a little bit more about who we are at the end, but for now, let's jump right in. Hey, let me, let me ask you, have you ever made a bad decision? Actually, I'm not really asking. I'm just going to kind of assume, because if you're like me, we make bad decisions. And you probably realize that when you make bad decisions, there are consequences for said decisions. Now, I, I get it. I get it. Everyone will say, well, you learn so much from these bad decisions. But let's be honest. Nobody ever goes into a circumstance and says, listen, I can't wait to blow this decision. I just hope I get it 100% wrong because the life lessons I'm going to learn are going to be invaluable. No, no, nobody does that. We all want to make good decisions. The question is, how do we do that? How do we, how do we position ourselves? How do we begin to discipline our lives so that we can make good decisions, whether they're in the moment, whether they're just simple decisions, whether they're big decisions, what does it begin to look like? That's what this conversation is going to be. Not just simply we need to make good decisions, but rather what does it look like? What are some practical, tangible ways that we can make better decisions? I'm really glad you're joining us. If you've been with us for the last number of weeks, we've been working through this exact series called Navigating Life, How to Make Good Decisions. And, and in many ways, this message today is going to bring us full circle back to the place where we began a number of weeks ago. It's a series that has been based upon how, as followers of Jesus, our faith informs our decisions. Now, I get it. There's, there's probably one of two camps of people watching here today. There's, there's the one camp of people who are followers of Jesus, who, who do have faith, and yet you struggle to allow your faith to impact your everyday decisions. I really hope this is going to be helpful for you in a way of just laying out some practical things for you to consider to, to start to implement in your life in order to make decisions. For others, you may be thinking, listen, uh, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. Um, sure, I kind of am aware about God and about Jesus, but, but is faith really making a difference? I really hope in the conversation that we're about to have that you will start to see and consider that perhaps faith can inform your decisions in a way that will be meaningful and impactful. I mean, let this sit for a moment. Jesus is the one who says, I have come so that you may have the abundant life. And so isn't that something that you would want? At the very beginning of the series, we turn to the book of Proverbs. It's found in the Old Testament written thousands of years ago. And, and Proverbs is, I think, in many ways, such a helpful book because it lays out in very simple and concise ways reflections for us to consider when it comes to life. And I just want to share one with you here today. It comes from, from Proverbs chapter 3, and I'm just going to read verses 5 and 6. This is, a, this is a, a couple of verses that we looked at a number of weeks ago that actually said that are significant for me in my life. This is what it says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. What does that start to look like? What does it start to look like to truly lean in on God, to allow him to make our paths straight? The book of Proverbs, as in else, elsewhere in the Bible, talks about being wise or being a fool. And it has nothing to do with, with intellectual ability or IQ. 
but it has everything to do with being mindful of God. That a person that is wise makes decisions that is not just simply about them, but considers how can we honor God in this decision? A fool, on the other side, is someone who just basically goes through life and says, I'm going to make decisions. I'm going to do it for myself. I'm not really going to worry about anything else, much less what God may want me to do. So today, I want to get real practical and actually have a conversation with a good friend and actually one of the leaders of this church as to how she makes decisions that are informed by her faith. As a church, our our leadership is made up of elders, individuals that are elected by the congregation to help guide and make decisions for us as a church. Now, if you're watching, you'd probably think, okay, I get it. As a church, you want to make decisions that are honoring to God, and you want to turn to the Bible and say, which way should we be directed? But to push it a step further, if we're asking these individuals to make decisions for us as a church in a way that honors God, wouldn't it make sense that they do it in their lives as well? And so that's why I'm so appreciative of one of our elders going to jump on line with us here today to share a part of her story in real practical ways as to how her faith informs her decisions. And so let's Let's jump into that conversation, and then I'm going to come back and talk about just some practical steps that you may want to take today if you want to make good decisions in a way that truly honors God. Let's jump into that conversation. And so it's uh, great to be here with uh, one of our elders. Uh, So I know some people may know who you are, others may not be as familiar, so I'll let you uh, introduce yourself. I'm Dee Faulkner, and uh, I'm one of the elders here at the church. I've been in Paris since 2004, and I came to the church about 12 years ago or so. And I believe I've been an elder for about four years or so. And before that was volunteering in a different number of different ways. But now I'm on the worship team and as an elder and helping with HR stuff at church. Awesome, awesome. So uh, when you're not involved in church and doing things here, what, is, mm-hmm. what does life look like for you the rest of the time? Yep, so uh, I'm in HR okay. and uh, I do that for my paid job, I guess, and for my volunteer job. Um, mom of two girls, uh, 10 and 13, and going on like 18 and 20, it feels like both of them. And uh, yeah, they're both very involved in dance, so that makes me a chauffeur. And nice. uh, I work from home, and I lead a people and culture team in a tech company. Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. like all of us, I'm sure you have lots of decisions to make in life. Um, yeah. And this summer, we've been working through a series on navigating life, making good decisions. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I mentioned earlier was, as an elder, mm-hmm. uh, one of our responsibilities is to make decisions for this church, uh, discern what God wants for us. And so uh, I thought it'd be great to have someone like you come on, and if you're making decisions as part of a team for this church, uh, to say, like, okay, what does this look like in your rest of your life? Um, how do you make personal decisions mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to your faith, uh, when it comes to just how you, how you live? Uh, I have to make a lot of decisions on behalf of a lot of people and myself and my family. As you heard, I'm a single mom, so lots of decisions to make. And I would say 
Um, in the last many years, I've had an opportunity to learn how to make better decisions, and that's involving other people. So, um, and I've actually learned a lot about decision making from being an elder. I think the way we do it is really cool, and I do it in the rest of my life now too. But um, generally, I would say I am a yes person. So I say yes to everything, which might sound familiar. Yep. Then I get overwhelmed, yep. and I have to say no to things. So um, I've learned over time to really put it to prayer. I've also learned to, it's okay to not say yes in the moment. I can just say, I'm gonna walk away, I'm gonna think about it, I'm gonna pray on it, and I do that. And I also think it's really important to involve um, people to counsel you. So for me, uh, that's people in my small group, uh, my parents who are believers, I have some friends as well that I will often say, I'm trying to make a decision, can you pray for me in this moment? And they do that, and uh, I find that really helpful. The last thing I would say is I've learned to marinate in decisions. Right. Yeah. So not yeah. to make them in the moment, but to really go away and think on them, pray on them. Um, for me, uh, I sing, I listen to podcasts. I will talk to uh, my counsel, if you can put it that way, and just really pray on things. And I think that's really been very helpful to shape how I've made decisions myself and on behalf of the church and my job too. Yeah. You've touched on a number of things. I'm just going to pull out three. Uh, you know, that idea of praying, like talking to God, like bringing mm -hmm. him in the conversation, uh, being patient, mm -hmm. and then um, the counsel of others. I think that is so, so, so wise, so biblical. Um, so there, there's people watching that are thinking, okay, this is great, but let's get specific. So mm -hmm. uh, we've chatted a little bit before, but can you share real life, real example of when you had to make a decision and you made the decision um, through your relationship with God and what, what, just mm -hmm. what that all looks like. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll use an example of my job because I think a lot of people can relate to that. And uh, in 2019, I was coming into two decades in HR, great career. At the time, I was working for a company that was amazing. Great company. I had a wonderful team. I had really good perks, as you might remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that other people benefited from. Um, on paper, it was a great job. And I had a few circumstances happen that really left me feeling actually like, should I even be in HR anymore? Wow. Um, I was tempted just to completely walk away from my career in HR and look for something else. I, in retrospect, was trying to be force-fitted into something that just wasn't me. And so, um, as I said earlier, I'm a yes person. So for me, I have a high level of responsibility and really thought I should carry on with that job. So I was really quite hopeless. I felt really frustrated. Um, again, on paper, it was such a great job. It was like, I should really love this. Um, and it was, you know, a great career job. And um, I ended up, I, I really took some time. I contacted an old colleague of mine who I used to work with in tech and just said, I th I'm thinking about making a move. Do you have contacts? Um, and then I put it to prayer. Hmm. Um, so I did reach out to two specific people who I would call my prayer warriors from my small group. I said to them, I'm struggling. I need to make a decision. Can you just pray? Um, and then I did something maybe a little bold. Um, I went camping by myself. <laughs> I decided to just take my tent, food, my Bible, and a big question for God, which was, what is next for me? Huh. Um, so I left on a Friday, really frustrated, really thinking, what in the world am I gonna do? Um, 
I'm responsible for two girls on my own and, you know, again, high level of responsibility. So I went away for the weekend with my prayer warriors praying and uh, this friend of mine kind of looking for contacts. And I just spent the weekend talking to God. Huh. And I wouldn't say it was all positive talking to right? God. Okay. Um, some of it was big questions and big anger and whatever, but did a lot of walking, writing, praying. At the end of that weekend, and it was a September weekend, there was crazy weather that was unexpected. Um, I came back on the Monday and I met with my boss and just said, I'm gonna transition out. Um, so you have till the end of the calendar year, which at the time was September, had a great conversation with him. I had no job to go to, but I really felt God was really leading me to make this decision. So uh, it was a big one. Yeah. I think probably some folks thought I was a little nuts. Um, certainly it's not normal to give that much notice either that you're yeah. stopping <laughs> finishing a job. And um, what God had in store for me was that, that colleague of mine that I had reached out to reached back out and I ended up starting in the company he was with in huh. January of 2020. Um, so I went back to tech, which was a long time coming and unusual, but um, did it and it was a great change. Three months later, as you might recall in 2020, something big happened. That's familiar, yeah. Um, and so with COVID, um, if I'd been in my previous job, I would have probably had to leave the job because it was manufacturing. I was commuting an hour each direction. Right. Um, being in tech allowed me to be at home with my girls for a year and a bit. Um, and so I would say God wasn't finished with me. It wasn't the perfect decision because I actually changed jobs again. Um, and, but I'm still in tech and actually still working with the same person that okay. um, I had sort of reached out to. And I feel very confident, comfortable, love what I'm doing. I just, it's really been um, very eye-opening to know that you don't need to have all the answers. You just have to do the right things and trust that God's, God's got this. And he does, right? He knows our plan anyway. And um, I think bringing it to him in prayer is the best thing you can do. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, Dee, uh, thank you for sharing your story with me, yeah. uh, for sharing it with all of you. And I'm sure maybe for some of you, you're sitting there thinking like, yeah, like I'm trying to think through a decision, maybe work, maybe kid, maybe relationship. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I know this is helpful for others. So really appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. I don't know about you, but I, I found that conversation with Dee just incredibly helpful uh, for here to hear a part of her story of how she made a decision, a big decision, you know, stopping a job before going into a new job in a way that ask God for wisdom, ask God for guidance. And so as we just wrap up here today, I want to look at one final proverb that I, I believe in many ways is, is so helpful, uh, just so helpful for us to think about what does, it, what does it begin to look like when we want to make a decision that is wise, a decision that, that actually honors God in the midst of it. I, I believe it gives us a perspective that, that for me is incredibly helpful. It's, it's Proverbs 16, verse 9, and this is what it says. We make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. I love this verse because it gives us, again, this incredible picture of one of the great themes of the Bible, and that is partnership, that, that God values partnership within our relationship. That, that in the same way that when you think of family or you, you think of friends, as you, as you think of making decisions that are going to have an impact upon them, you bring them into the conversation. 
Have you ever considered that that's what God wants as well? That, that God doesn't want us to be, to be robots, but, but that we are a part of a relationship with him that values partnership, that brings him into the conversation, and that he is going to give us perspective. He is going to give us a sense of peace that I believe we never would have gotten on our own. And so as you, as you break that verse down, I think there are two critical things we need to understand. The first one is when it says, we make our plans. It's this idea that, that we don't just sit idly back. As, as I go back again to, to the story of, of Dee, you know, she was feeling this sense of needing to leave her current job. She, she was starting to make plans, but she didn't do it on her own. She asked people to pray for her. She started to pray and talk to God as well because it's that second part of the verse. But, but, and it's a big but, the Lord determines our steps. I love that phrase where that D said that when she made the decision, she, she knew that God had this. God's got this. Do you live life in that way? In a way that, that you bring your decisions to God so that he would help you determine your steps. Such the imagery in the Bible. I mean, we, we started off in, in this idea that, that when we acknowledge God in all ways, he will make our paths straight. And Proverbs 16, 9, it says, we make plans, but the Lord determines our steps. You know, one of the most common invitations that Jesus gives to us is two words. Follow me. And you know when you, you follow someone, you are making the decision to allow them to take the lead. There may be times where you may not fully understand. You, there may be times where you may think you're going a little bit off track, but you continue to follow. Why? Because you trust. Listen, if, if you're someone who believes in God, does your belief shape your behavior? Are you being wise? Are you making decisions in a way that truly, truly honors God? That allows Jesus to be a part of the conversation so that you can begin to experience the abundant life. What does that look like? As Dee mentioned, take it to prayer. Begin to talk to God about these decisions in the same way that you may talk to someone else. And then take some time. I love that word she used, marinate in it. Just just be patient. Uh, allow God to begin to speak into your life. Now listen, it's, it's likely not going to be an audible voice, but I believe you begin to get confirmation in the direction you are to take. The second thing is seek the counsel of others. Find other people who as well want to follow Jesus and, and share with them and ask them the question, you know, what is the honorable decision with God? For those of you that perhaps are not there yet, what would it begin to look like for you to consider allowing God to be a part of your life? I mean, think about it in bigger terms. If God is the creator of this universe, if, if, if Jesus is God in human form, then don't you want them to be a part of your decision making? We all have a next step. My hope for you, that wherever you may be, 
is that when it comes to your decisions, that you would be wise, that you'd begin to be mindful of God and make decisions that honor him. One practice that I often implement in my life is I ask myself this question. When I'm making this decision, is this going to draw me closer to Jesus or push me further away? And then the second question is, will this decision be of benefit to others or is it just about me? Simply asking those two questions bring great clarity in my life. So for you, for you, how can you begin to make good decisions in a way that honors God? Let's pray together. So gracious God, we are grateful for this day. We're grateful for your goodness. I pray for those that are watching us here today that whatever decisions they may have to make, whether small ones or big ones, decisions about relationships or about work or about finances or about school, whatever they may be, that they would take time to pause, to seek your counsel. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would not only direct them, but give them a sense of peace in the midst of all that they do. For we ask of Jesus in your name. And so now may the Lord bless you and keep you. Now may the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious towards you. Now may the Lord look to you always, always, and grant you his peace. This we ask in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. today. We hope that you were encouraged by what you just heard. Just so you know a little bit more about who we are, hashtag for Paris, our church is about creating a culture that shows people that we are for them and for our local community. Jesus invites us to experience a meaningful life with him and others. So we meet every Sunday morning in person at the Paris Presbyterian Church at 1030 a.m. and throughout the week in various home groups and pubs here in Paris. It is here that we experience authentic relationships and we grow deep in our faith journeys together. If you would like to connect with us further, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And it is here that you can find links to any of our other audio and video podcasts, sermons, and you can track with what's happening with us each month. Please go straight to our website for more information now about our home groups and how you can get involved. Our website is parispres.ca. Yes, that's right, parispresb, P-R-E-S-B dot C-A. And it's there that you can share our links with your friends, family, and neighbors. Uh, We have friends from around the world who connect in with us online on a regular basis. And so lastly, please feel free to email me and get connected directly. I would love to chat with you. My email is leah at parispres.ca, and I'll get right back to you. So that's all we have for now. Thanks again for joining, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now, everyone.